You are listening to Behind the Mask with Diva with Depression. Hey guys, what's going on with you? Welcome to Behind the Mask with Diva with Depression. And you know who I am, the Diva with Depression. Thank you so much for joining me today. I want to tell you guys that I've been struggling, so bear with me, but we're not going to be funky today. Today, like I promised you, we're going to talk about something fun for a change. Now, you know, I always have a story for y'all. You know, I do. So when I was inpatient in 2018, I learned about art therapy. And so I was a little hesitant, you know. I mean, you know, we all colored when we were little. You know, you made all the little doodles and, and stuff like that when you were in class, when you got bored. Who knew that that was considered therapy, you know? So um, I'm going to give you a Google fact, of course, first, because, you know, there's art as therapy and there's art therapy. So art as therapy is what a lot of us do. I don't know what you guys do, but I'm a crafter and I'm a baker. And so when I get anxious or you know really depressed sometimes I bake and so that's using the art of baking as therapy I read it as a hobby you know some people paint some people um, you know whatever whatever craft or or, or hobby music is a therapy uh, painting is a therapy writing is a therapy coloring is a therapy but you're using that as as your therapy, your personal therapy. You're using your hobby as your personal therapy. Whereas art therapy, it has the same benefits, but there's a therapist present. A therapist is present when you're practicing your art therapy. There are art therapists that you there are therapists that are licensed as art therapists that will incorporate that, incorporate that type of activity as your therapy I had no idea so you know here we go back to <laughs> my crazy stories right so in 2018 I share with you guys that I was um, hospitalized in New Jersey and when you go inpatient they have these uh, groups you have to go to mandatory groups you can't they don't want you to lay in your bed all day which I get so the groups are usually broken down um, there are groups for different type to explain different type of therapies. And so you have DBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy and cognitive behavioral CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, which I will discuss with you guys another day. Um, but I got tired of here, you know, hearing going to those groups. I wanted to do something that, you know, helped me relax a little bit. I got tired of doing the same, listening to the same thing over and over again. So my options one day were art therapy and music therapy. So I figure art therapy, what are you going to do? You know, I don't know, color or something like that. Heck, I can color for a half an hour, you know? So <laughs> I went to art therapy. And so I went into the group and sat down and, and there were, there were a few of us in there and the, the therapist was there and of course you know when you're on those wings you get to know the doctors and the therapists um, so I, I already knew who she was I just didn't know what 
she was going to do that day. But she had coloring pencils, she had crayons, she had paper, and all types, types of artistic um, utensils. And so we sit down and she says, draw your mood. Now guys, let me tell you something. An artist, I am not, okay? My big brother is the artist in the family. I cannot draw to save my life. I Maybe if I concentrated a little more, I could, but I can't draw. <laughs> so um, needless to say, the picture that she got were some angry stick figures. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm laughing now, but I was frustrated that I couldn't draw anything to express how I was feeling. Um, and she said to me, that's the point. That is the point of art therapy. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be good. You don't have to be Picasso. You're coming in here to express yourself. And that is the purpose of art therapy. And so, you know, other people went around the room. We all went around the room and we explained our drawings. And it's so funny because once you listen to what the person was describing about their art, you got it. You really got it. And so when I left inpatient, I went to intensive outpatient, which is uh, either a half day or an all day program that you go to. And of course, it's the same um, premise. You do have to go to groups, you know, different groups for 30 minutes um, before you go to your big group. And again, I didn't want to listen to DBT therapy talk. I didn't want to listen to CBT therapy talk. And it's nine o'clock in the morning and I hadn't had my coffee. So, so first day, what is there? Art therapy, guys. So what did I do? I went to art therapy. And so I thought that when I walked in there, it was going to be the same thing. Okay, draw some stick figures. No, it's not. It's not. It's, it's very, very, very much more thorough than that. Um, again, there is a therapist present and not only is <clears throat> are they a therapist excuse me they're an artist and so um there was this wonderful wonderful woman there who was the art therapist and so when you go into the classroom it's a little studio i mean guys it was outrageous there were every medium that you can think of in this room um, painting, clay making, jewelry making, uh, sewing, everything, coloring, every type of uh, marker, pencil, anything that you can think of she had in this studio. And so the first thing that we did when we walk in is we're giving a sheet of paper with different faces on them that are expressing different moods. <clears throat> and so um, not like like in the hospital she said to draw your mood in this outpatient class you colored in your mood and so you had the faces that were sad or crying or numb or you know they have a breakdown and so when you color in your mood she sort of knows how to deal with you for that session and, and it's not deal with you but you know does, does she need to take more time with someone who is feeling numb does she need to take more time with someone who doesn't know how they're feeling? Um, because like I said, guys, it's therapy. And so all the compassion and the, the sort of intimate feeling that you would get with a personal talk therapist, you get it with this art therapist. And 
there were days where um, every day there was something to learn. She would give us a booklet and she would explain the different types of art therapy there are. Um, she would explain the different mediums. She would explain, say for instance, that day she wanted to talk about painting. And so she would describe how painting contributed to therapy. And so it's not like you're going in there and you're not learning anything. You are learning something. You're learning the benefits of art. Um, and of course she tells you that you don't have to be brilliant. You're coming in there to express yourself. And that means that any emotions that you have coming in or any emotions that you have coming up while you're there, you will express them through your art. And if you, there's at the end of the session, she would always shut down five or 10 minutes early and go in around the room and she would ask us how we're feeling. And if what we were doing brought up any type of significant feelings or um, good or bad feelings. Um, I know one day I had a very, very horrible um, morning and I came in and I was very angry. I was very um, emotional, um, suicidal. And so, you know, when it was time to draw my mood, she was concerned afterwards. And so she just, you know, she guided me thoughtfully through the class but I noticed that throughout the rest of my day, my team made sure that they followed up with me throughout the day. And my main group therapist, um, who we would sit with about an hour and a half, made sure to sit with me and discuss what was going on with me to make sure that I wasn't any, any, in any danger before I left. So that's where the art as therapy and the art therapy differs. Um, you have an actual therapist there who is prepared to bring up anything that may come up while you're while you're um, doing your artwork. Um, so it you know it was <clears throat> it was enlightening because prior to this I didn't know that different types of artistic mediums were used for therapy. Um, I will tell you as a sidebar that. Some days there was music therapy, and I also had music therapy when I was inpatient. And then, you know, what with that, you would go in and the therapist would be there and say there were 10 of us, each of us would pick a song that represented how we were feeling that morning, and she would play that song. And after she played everybody's song, that person got to discuss why they picked that song. And then if there was time, the other people would discuss what that song brought up for them. So music is a therapy, um, art is a therapy, pet therapy, guys. All you dog and cat lovers, yes, yes. In outpatient, they had a puppy that came in every week. Um, and you're sitting in there and you're just petting the dog and that is therapy. And I will tell you another sidebar that my personal therapist has therapy dogs and he sits with me every week. Um, and it's wonderful. It's very relaxing, um, very, very calming. Um, and, you know, pets love you unconditionally. So, you know, even as I'm sitting there bawling my heart out and feeling like the biggest loser in the world, you have someone here who's licking your hand <laughs> and telling you you're the best. But let's get back to, to art therapy, okay? So, um, so, yes, you learn something every single day. And on Tuesdays, 
we had Mandala Tuesdays. Now, Mandala, Mandala, everybody says something different. So if you don't, I, I can't, I can, I'm going to describe it to you. So what a Mandala is, is a geomet geometric, it's a circle of symbols. And it's, it's a, it was used in, it's used in spiritual, traditional, um, I want to say, um, oh my gosh, with the, the monks use mandalas um, in, in some type of spiritual, um, spiritual practice. So, but in art therapy, they are circles, they are round circles, and they, they have different symbols within them. And so on Tuesdays was Mandala Tuesdays. And what she would do is she would have the mandalas sat, sit, sitting out in a pile and you would pick whichever one you want because they're all different. There's like hundreds of different types of mandalas. And um, the first time that I did it, I, I, used, I got it and I colored with crayons. And um, I got a little frustrated because, you know, crayons aren't as fun, you know, as they were when we were younger, <laughs> you know, but... Um, the second time that I did it, I used gel pens. And guys, I am hooked on gel pens from there on out. Um, the, the colors with gel pens, is, they're just brilliant. Um, and it just pops. And so, and the mandalas are just so relaxing, guys. Um, I have them in my home. Um, I have some hanging up. Um, if you guys ever get a chance, uh, it, you can go to my, um, my blog on WordPress and I do have some examples <laughs> of those of those arts um, mandalas and the different art that I did and there there are pictures that are dog shaped um, that I've colored and you know nowadays art therapy is such a big thing that you can get the crafts from the Dollar Tree yes guys go to the Dollar Tree and look for mandala coloring books uh you can get um i have actually i have <laughs> my, when i was impatient my daughter bought me an adult coloring book and it's um it's got curse words in it because <laughs> i i curse <laughs> you guys know that um coffee you know sayings um i've i've made uh dog um colorings drawings for my daughter one of my daughters uh, for my other daughter, I made a cat, you know, and you just, you're using that to take your mind off of everything. It makes you focus on what you're doing. Um, and the, these different drawings are similar to the mandalas. You know, you have one, say the dog, for example, you have a dog picture, but the different symbols inside the dog's face are broken down. So you can use whatever colors you like, whatever color may calm you. Um, if you're feeling angry, you may have a different, you know, but it sort of, you know, decompresses you. It makes you focus and concentrate. And uh, they can go from simple to intricate. I, you know, I was um, in group with one guy and <clears throat> I think it took him about four weeks to finish his uh, special mandala. And it was absolutely amazing when he finished. Um, and it was just something to look forward to every single day. Um, and it was calming. Uh, I know a, a woman that came in that I was also in group with, a beautiful woman. And jewelry making was her art as therapy outside. Uh, she would make it at home. 
Um, but when she was inpatient and then became outpatient, that's what she decided to do when she came into the studio every single day. Uh, there was another young uh, man there who would draw. He was an amazing um, artist and he would draw pictures and then uh, he would share them with other people. You know, sometimes he would give some to us. Another woman, she was a poet. Um, so she would write her little poems and make cards. And I have it till this day. She gave me one when I was leaving. Um, so there was no, there was no right or wrong. There was no good or bad. It was just a bunch of us who were struggling and we were in art class uh, coloring, <laughs> coloring our blues away. Does that, how does that sound? I like how that sounds. Um, one day um, there was another project that, we did and it was mask and that's another example that you can go i'm going to put it up on my blog and i'm going to put it on my website um but they're they're blank mask you know like the jason mask <laughs> they're in white you can get them in white or you can get them in cardboard and you decorated the mask according to how you felt and so like my mask was a two-faced two-sided you know, one was um, my my positive side and one was my negative side. Um, and, you know, or you can um, use Mod Podge to make the thing, you know, create these intricate masks. But these are the type of mediums that art therapists around the world are using today. I know that when I was um, working on a production for NAMI last year, I had I interviewed an art therapist here in Charlotte and she worked with children and young adults. And um, I, I think it's brilliant because, you know, when you're sitting and you're coloring and, you know, it's just like if you're sitting and you're, you're doing anything, you sort of let loose a little bit. You start to talk, you know, a little more. You start to express yourself a little more because you're relaxed. And so I think that's a great medium for, for children and young adults um, and, and adults too. I can tell you that, you know, although we had our private groups when we were outpatient, we did share a lot of things. Um, there was a lot of sharing, a lot of tears, a lot of laughter in this art therapy session because we were coming in and um, we were relaxed, you know. So I think it's a great medium for you guys to look into. Um, it, it was, it, I still have it. Guys, listen, I have um, a, an ottoman full of coloring books. I have coloring papers. Uh, my daughter, I just visited my daughter two weeks ago and I sat and colored for her, you know, colored things for her in the living room because I was a little stressed after flying for the first time for, in so many years. <laughs> so I colored stuff while I was there. And, you know, there are things, you can buy little pocket size, you know, um, books to take with you to you know if you get stuck on the train or anything like that um, I, This is something that um, it's fun to me. It's fun um, Because if you're like me, I love to see what I create, you know when I finish something I love to see The finished work and I also love making things for people So, you know when I finished the doggy and I was able to give it to my daughter and she hung it up it, that made me happy, you know, when I go to her house and I see it there. So you, once you see your work. And guys, you guys, 
I know that everybody is so big on vision boards the last couple of years. I know I've done three in the past, what, five years. That's considered art therapy. You know, we made vision boards in our art therapy group. So you see, it, there's, no, there's no rhyme or reason. It's whatever makes you feel relaxed. Um, I, I recommend art as therapy. <laughs> you know, if you have your favorite playlist, you have your favorite coloring book, you do that. But if you want to pursue it as something that, you know, that will get you to go to regular talk therapy, then look into that. You know, look into therapists that specialize in art. And that way you will be comfortable when you go. You don't have to do one-on-one -on -one talk therapy. We have such a variety out there nowadays. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, I know, you know, I do talk therapy every week. I know having, you know, when there are days when the dog isn't there, it's, it's a different vibe sometimes because I love having the dog there. I love having the distraction of the dog. Um, I know going into art therapy every day when I was an outpatient, it gave me something to uh, look forward to. And it also gave me something to sort of decompress before I went about the day. Um, so it, you know, it's it's worth it. I think it's worth it. And, it, and like I said, the Dollar Tree. Go to the Dollar Tree, buy a coloring book, they have the four pack of gel pens. You can start out with the four colors and go from there. I know that I got a bucket of, I think 30 pens on Amazon for $14.99. Um, so, you know, it's something to keep in your house. It's something to, you know, pull out when you're, you know, you need something to do. You can color while you're watching TV. I've done that too. At insomnia, wake up and, I know the therapist suggests that if you have if you have insomnia to get up and walk around or maybe read until you fall back asleep. Break out the gel pens and your your coloring book and you know color a little bit until you get tired. You know, uh, we have to learn that there are different ways to quiet our monsters. Um, of course, medication helps. Of course, going to the doctor helps. But if we have something in our home arsenal <laughs> that can help, then it's worth it to at least try. Um, like I said, art therapy, music therapy, baking therapy, if you want to bake, uh, learn, how, learn a new recipe. You know, these are all different ways to get us out of our heads for a moment. Um, and anything to get us out of our heads, anything to save our lives is worth it. Singing, sing, you know, dance, dance is therapy, therapy. Oh my gosh. Dancing is so therapeutic and it's something that I love. My knees don't love it, but I love it. Um, so, you know, we just have to find different ways to make us feel better. And I always tell people there is no judgment, there is no right or wrong way. You absolutely must do whatever it takes to make you feel better. And if art therapy saves a life, then it's so worth it. $2 is worth it. I have different books, coloring books listed on my blog. I'm gonna repost it. 
and I have the links to the mask and some of the coloring books. Amazon, well, you know, everybody knows that Amazon is the bomb. So <laughs> if you go to Amazon and you you type in Mandela or adult coloring books, there is going to there's the list is going to be huge and the gel pens will come up, coloring pencils, but in the meantime, everywhere you go, Michaels has a whole section of coloring books and I love Michaels. Um, <laughs> you know, and not just coloring books. If you want to make jewelry, Michaels has a whole jewelry department, you know, jewelry section. If you want to do Mod Podge and, and, and clay, those are all art mediums of art therapy. And they're wonderful ways to create and they're wonderful ways to calm yourself down. And if you're like me, whose love language is giving to other people, then you can create and give it to someone else. Okay, guys, I, I told you that it was going to be something a little bit more fun uh, today. I, I know that we are living in crazy times, uh, even though the pandemic is semi over. I know some of us are still going, struggling with um, the after effects of the pandemic. Some of us are just going back to work. Some of our babies are just going back to school. So I want to tell you that I wish you wish wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I wish you well. I wish your babies well. Um, if you need any information, um, if you feel like you're you're at the end of your rope and you need some extra care or extra information or resources, you know to always reach out to me. Um, my my podcast information is out there. My email information is out there. We have to stick together. We have to make each other um, stronger. And um, we have to do whatever it takes to hang on, okay? So go out there, get some coloring books, get some Mod Podge, um, <clears throat> feed the birds. I've got birds <laughs> on my porch that I feed. Um, there's nothing too quirky and nothing too silly. Anything that makes you feel better makes me feel better. Okay, guys, and as always, if you feel that you need to talk to someone right away, you can call the crisis, you can text the crisis text line at 741-741, or you can call the suicide prevention hotline at 800-273-8255, that's 273-TALK, and get somebody to talk, you know, to help you and give you some resources and talk to you and make you feel better. Okay, guys, hang in there. Thank you for joining me. I love talking to you guys. And next week, we'll find something else special to talk about. Okay? Hang in there, guys. Remember, I get you and I got you. And I'm always here for you. Take care. I know how you
afraid to leave, afraid to show.